Uh, yeah, sick. Uh, fuck, man. What if I? I... Oh shit! I don't know. I, get... I need a second opinion from Serp, maybe. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Welcome to Game of Nodes, the most timely weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Most punctual. Certainly. Who fucking did that? Was um, that you? I'm just very, very funny. You weren't even in the fucking screen. Were you like remotely doing that? Were uh, you in the screen? I've got one word for you now. Bluetooth peripherals. That's two words. Mm. Zip disk. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Touche. This would probably be the most punctual we've been in at least six months. I know. I barely sat down. What the hell? It would have been actually the time would have been, I should have done the timing so that the second I saw Serp's door starting to open, we hit the intro. And then b- between walking, I think the intro would be about long enough for you to walk from the door to your desk, put your headphones on, realize that it was live, and it would look like you just teleported. Just kind of slid right in there. So that would have been that would have been a truly magic moment. But you know, nothing's perfect. This is real life. Truly magic. We're so, we're we're so. <laughs> I think we've trained our viewers so well that we're the only ones here. Because <laughs> I think all I think all the viewers actually show up They're at like, ten. Everybody like shows up at ten after down. as well. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. No like, why would I get there early? There's no reason to get there early. That's why we have no viewers. Right. 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 Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess uh, that's consensus, Shilta. Your microphone is loud. Yeah. Loud. I didn't. I didn't touch the gain. All right. Let's see. To eleven is what that is. All right. Is this better, 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 better? There you go. There you yeah. go. This is, yeah. it, was, it was like, all right. it was well, distorting okay. previously. It was, you, can, you can, yeah, all of the people who've got external audio interfaces running and they've got a little monitoring set up, it's like, I think you're on the red there, my man. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your little light on your thing like pinging <laughs> off the... Yeah, exactly. So we're doing a podcast today? Is that what we're doing? So... She'll oh, see. we're live, right? Is that what it says? Yeah, we're, <laughs> that, we're alive. We're, we're already live, yeah. Oh, okay. We've been live for some time. <laughs> All right, just check it. She'll see. Your microphone was so loud that when you talked in it, it was making my meter go red. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's important. Yeah. That's like uh, actually one of my peak uh, podcast peeves, if you like. Mm-hmm. Whenever I listen to a podcast and I can hear that the other like somebody's mic is so hot and somebody's monitoring setup is so bad that you can hear it pinging to the yeah. other one that ooh cuz it's usually just like a very very small artifact and like i don't know maybe most people wouldn't notice it i i think people will though like a small one it does oh that really does my head and i'm just like oh could you just not <laughs> <laughs> can you not yeah yeah so can you not Okay, uh, drill tweet of the week. We missed last week's, but we're only, we'll only do one. We'll do we'll do a standard. We haven't done a drill tweet in a long time. We've not done it for several weeks since before Christmas, but that's okay. Short seat, you're up. Would you like to say when? Now. Okay. Uh, which page? Uh, right page, halfway down. <clears throat> I'm the guy who is famous at the hospital because I have to have two catheters put in since I piss so much. 
There you go. There you go. And the, the and there's doesn't, actually a picture. That doesn't seem real. This is in the section. Uh, this is in the section <laughs> entitled real. "Piss," uh, and the picture it appears to be of a man with a pimp cane walking down a hospital aisle um, mm. with two catheters under, presumably under his hospital robe. Anyway, there you go. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving on. Um, now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> so has anybody seen that fucking uh, that fucking what's the oh, fuck? I've I've massively demonetized. Demonetized again. Just in. Fuck twice. <laughs> then a sad side. Then the word fuck. Um, um, shit. What's that film? The one that's just come out. That's all like, oh, it, uh, we really want to win an Oscar for this uh, with Bradley Cooper. Moment? No, not often. Bradley I Cooper probably will actually win an Oscar. Barbie, man, Bradley Cooper. Uh, I mean, that might as well. Oh, who knows? Fucking knows. Um, no, no, the one about um, uh, Maestro about Leonard Bernstein. You seen it? No. Not gonna lie. If I saw that particular name on a movie, I would not watch it. Maestro. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it's an automatic no from me. <laughs> That's a very that's very surprising. Now I thought you'd have gravitated towards. Um, well, no, I mean, and the irony is, right? It's kind of, um, I guess, I guess because of its adjacency to high art, it considers itself high art when it is in fact just. Crap. It is what it is. <laughs> like the main thing is right. I, it feels like that. It feels like the whole point of the film is that you are supposed to like and identify with Lana Bernstein. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the point. I think uh, you're supposed to you go. Would, you would think, right? Yeah, I think that's the point. Like, it's super well acted, mm-hmm. but you were just like, he's a fucking prick. He's like, a, he's kind of like some kind of a narcissistic personality disorder. Like, and and to be fair to Bradley Cooper, literally, I, I was just like, his acting is good enough that you're like, wow, that 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 is somebody with a narcissistic personality disorder. And then right at the end of the film, you're like, oh yeah, that was played by uh, what's his face. Um, oh, and and he directed it and he wrote it. Yeah, I mean, like fair, fair game to him. It's like it's like well put together, but it's just such a. Well, it, it's about twenty minutes too long. You're you're obviously supposed to care about him a lot, and I think most people probably don't that much. You know, just how many movies do you really need to have about narcissistic assholes, geniuses? <laughs> it's All like every like every fucking one, right? Apparently, so, fucking lots, right? Yeah, he just he's just such an asshole, like right. The, everybody thinks he's an asshole, but he's a genius. Then, then let me guess: at the end, everybody loves him. Like it, it's, a, it's the same fucking arc. There's <laughs> just like the rest of their lives. There's this. The, I did. He's yeah. an asshole and a genius. He's an asshole and a genius, and like it, it, because he, because his wife gets cancer, and he like takes time out of his schedule to not let her die alone. He's a fucking legend. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have not been an asshole for like people do that every day before the cancer. You fucking idiot! I, I I don't know. Like obviously it's probably sensationalized or whatever, but it it doesn't. It's super weird because it is written. It is written like you're supposed to really like and really like and respect Leonard Bernstein, but it's acted. It is acted like you are supposed to find him a domineering narcissistic bully. Yeah, like a you know an emotionally manipulative, distant father figure, weird bullying. Uh, egomaniac which is maybe the point i don't know 
However, I would say just for the acting, it is actually, you know, the fact it provoked this irritated a response from me is probably an indication that it is a reasonable, worth seeing film anyway. It sounds like it, yeah. Oh, is this a response? Yeah, have you seen it? My you did see it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea. I've been trying to watch up the the things that are kind of up for thing like my other half yeah, really into thing. movies like you know they're like I mean, the worst ones to watch I the know, ones what like, the ones that are up for for academy yeah. or whatever else that depends you gotta like I mean you gotta you can't be just like every single one but you can sort through them a little bit yeah 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 there's um, some stuff in there I mean to be honest like quite often the the ones that are in slightly weirder categories like the not weirder that's not fair but like the foreign language category and stuff like that animated category stuff like that they're often because <clears throat> they're like the creme de la creme of like an entire subgenre, you know potentially yeah, yeah. um it's like the portal words yeah uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know what to do with that I'm just the, yeah, yeah. yeah same thing yeah, yeah yeah whatever why yeah, sure yeah well, sure whatever yeah let's, let's let's go with it um, so is everybody doing uh cosmosm upgrades or what uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so we all upgrading or what? Um, I had so many alarms overnight. I, I I had some good news yesterday, and then I thought, yeah, it's going to be a great great night. I'm going to sleep well on that. And there's just fucking alarms all night. What'd you have? Oh, Juno. Well, Juno halted. Well, Juno it? halted, and then I had an issue with some other ones, and fucking it's just everything up up upgrade related. Not about this. So. When's, really when's, the in, when's the injective upgrade, the normal upgrade, not like the was uh, upgrade? Because it's it's a little bit funny with those friggin' libraries. Tomorrow um, at 3 p.m. UTC. So, so whatever the hell that is. That's 2 a.m. Figures. 3 a.m. So um, running with the the library in the uh, Cosmo visor. I just rewrote directory. that too, actually. Yeah, I did the yeah. same thing. The only thing that's annoying is I, I, I don't know if I should leave one in, in, a, in a regular library location since you can't really run off the command line unless you're actually specifically calling out the library. Well, you can't copy so, it there because of the fucking... Um, fucking what? It's in use. Like, you can't put it in the regular library because it's in use. Oh, unless you put it in, like, one of the other paths, I guess. We but then it'd be a conflict, right? What are you talking It's going to pick one, like, whichever's the precedent. I'm just talking about having one of the default as well, because if you want to run off the command line without calling out the library on the command line, it would actually just use the one that's sitting there. Like if you want to use CLI commands or do a vote or do this or do that, like having one separate. Yeah, that's I all. just meant. So you rewrote your Ansible for just the injective, did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, any anything that has a, that WASM X, that, I think that it, it looks for that file. Um, and then if it has that file, if it's, if it's WASM related, then it, it adds the service line in the service config and it also moves it to the folder and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Mm. That, that does all that, but, but that this doesn't run off the command line. And also I run like checks in that Ansible and those all fail because there's nothing, unless I'm calling out the library file, but then I got to deal like, it's like a fucking circle of <laughs> how deep do I want to go with this and how much do I care? Checks. So. Who does checks? <clears throat> I do checks on like upgrades and make sure that the version that's upgraded is in the pray. right folder and like all that shit. <laughs> spray and pray. Um, have you guys? Uh, what was I going to ask you? Ah, oh, shit! It was something about Ansible. Um, ah, fuck it. I'll remember later on. <laughs> it's good podcast stuff. <laughs> yeah, good podcast so far. <laughs> yeah, injectives uh, tomorrow. Evmos, I guess, is coming. Oh, did you did you do something for um? I. 
Did you do some Ansible for DYDX? You need some. They're they're like um, what would nope. you say? Like names. Their naming of their branches is kind of annoying when you want to check out um, their node versions because it's got that protocol slash in front of it. What did you guys no do for that? I don't know. Schultz, you might. I I don't even remember. Well, the um, you know the the chain registry only registers the uh, like the name, like v three point one point oh for example. Yeah. Whereas it's protocol slash v three point one point oh, so presumably you just, just handle that differently. Yeah, if it's dydx to cd into protocol and do that instead. Yeah, so you just got like a separate handler for dydx or something. Yeah, a separate. Uh, yeah. Well, I built handlers to I help I built handlers for build arguments and folder source. So if those variables exist in the definition file for that chain, then it'll it'll use those. Because I think there was something else that had like it couldn't use make install, it had to use make build with something other bullshit and blah blah blah. Like I hate that stupid shit. That- so I like pain more than you guys, obviously, because the way I would do it or do it is I would not have a separate like thing for it i would have like i wouldn't have a separate task i have like uh you know if you specify a variable like that's what i have like if it's no no no, but it it doesn't go to a different um thing like if you specify a variable for example like um you know build directory or or uh you know prefix the Uh the bin prefix or something um then in it would just like i would have a a default, which is nothing, and then that's what I have. like have that in the chain, so you don't have like a separate ask, <laughs> yeah. like a, like a separate wet, like a separate like a conditional. There's no conditionals. It's just yeah, like, like you know, like a when do this other no, task. No, no, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, just you, the same thing. You just if the variable's there, yes, and if not, then the, the default is that it's not there. That's all. Yeah, I find so myself adding tons of shit like that, especially in Zabbix, because you know you've got the different chains handle some things different. Like I was saying the other day with that, um, you know the the fucking um, say yeah the fucking they took away the result so now you know stuff like that you have to add in like a little bit extra for each chain you know what's got me fucked the um the commission so i i made a um uh like a what do they call them the discovery rule yeah to to find all the norms of commission Uh and then add all of those individually into um, the validator, uh, bloody fuck. Why is my brain not working today? You the, mean like um, to be able to source all commissions across all DNOMs that. Yeah. In, on for. that, on that chain, it'll put up all the commissions and all DNOMs, but there's a problem with, um, what is it? DYDX because the USDC is like got 18 decimal places and the DYDX has six. Yeah. So, like I do have I, I already had before DYDX like a um a multiplier for the um for the the denom. So if it was base six you'd just put like six. If it was base eighteen you'd put eighteen. Mm-hmm. But now that there's both and it's the same discovery rule, mm-hmm. I've been struggling to figure out how to actually have different ones. So I actually looked in the in all the registries everywhere to see if they had the denoms on the chain with their, um, their, you know, 
uh, multipliers on there. And they do, except some they're in different places. Well, some of them have them, and but they're in different places. And if you query them on chain, they're in different places as well. So there's like you have to query the native and then you can query like other ones. I can't remember how. There's uh, the bank denoms are different to like the, you know, wasm denoms or, or whatever. They're in different places and some don't exist. So I've been struggling to find a place where I can get all of them in one place unless I write like a third-party API to go and collect them from all the different places. Zabbix won't be able to get them from different places. They have to be from the one source if you're using discovery rules. So okay. anyway, that's my current Jeez. dilemma. Did you figure yeah. out my little data folder thing that you're going to do? I've, no. What, what was that? <laughs> size of the folder. Oh, no. Like I, I had that implemented previously, but it mm-hmm. would literally crash nodes. It was just, I don't Too know much. why, because when you do it in the CLI, if you if you use DU in the CLI, it doesn't seem that strenuous on the um, on the hardware, on the node, or on the server. Mm-hmm. But when you when you use the built-in Zabbix one for a directory, it just strains the shit out of it. I don't know mm-hmm. what it's doing. It's got a couple of options that it adds. Well, it, it says that it the operation it's doing is like DU. It says um, okay, but I've never gotten an accurate. Uh, even when I've let it go, I've never really gotten an accurate result out of it anyway. But I think I think we have to make a user param for it and just use DU is probably the answer. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's not too hard. It's just, it's a pain using user params. It's much nicer to not use them if you can use built-in things. But yeah. I've never used either. So Well, I mean, I've got user params anyway. Do you not use the validator user params? Uh. I, you mean like, I think I do. Yeah, I must somewhere. Well, I just added to my Ansible um, to pull a public user params for the uh, ZFS stuff so you can expose the ARC and ZPool stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, I don't know what that means. Into Zabbix. Well, so you can monitor your your ZFS. You, you just said you started using ZFS on um, Stargaze, right? No, we've been using it for a while, but just on the new machine too. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can you can monitor the ZFS pools in um, in Zabbix if you use like there's no built-in thing for it, so you got to use a third-party one, which is kind of a pain. Gotcha. Trust someone else. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I can see that everyone's thoroughly enthused with this line of questioning. So. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so it looks like we're just doing a bunch of node upgrades, and then we'll try what else is going on. That's that's somewhat validator opportunity. We're just do, we're doing right now. I'm just helping out with a, a ton of uh, mints on the on the say side, um, which has been taking us a, a lot of time. But that's been really kind of interesting with the um, projects that are minting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think I've sent a few your way when they come asking for like RPC just for the mint. I'm like, yeah, well, the yeah, rhinos, yeah. but you got you sorted. Yeah, we so we've had it's actually been pretty interesting because we've had. Um, uh, some really high, I mean, they, they, those, those teams get a lot of eyeballs. Um, and there's a lot of in, like unique users that hit those things. Um, there's just like, they go very fast though. Like there's usually like an OG and a, you know, a small whitelist type of thing. And that takes half of it. And then the other half goes within, I don't know, three, four minutes tops. So yesterday we were serving, we were serving RBC requests off the say array at like 30,000 requests a second. That's the most requests we've ever served like all two hundreds, like fucking hauling ass. Yeah. And, um, 
and which is totally inefficient. I understand, but like it is, it was that's the most we've ever served on any chain anywhere. Um, is that still you've got no, nine behind that one still? Uh, uh, 11. Oh, 11 now, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, but that depends on where it is. And like also each each mint kind of goes in different, a little bit slightly different regionally, which changes mm-hmm. the, the traffic to each of those. But um, but yeah, it's been, that's been a lot of fun and they've been actually going very, really well. So that, that's been really good. And so now like there's a ton of teams launching and 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 whatever else, which is- um, Are these all, these say mints, are they all- Yeah, these are all say. They're all just um, their own things or are they all on one particular launch pad? They're all, so they all mint, um, there's a launch pad called Lighthouse, which is done by the WeBump guys. It's WeBump.xyz. And they have a they have a lighthouse, which I guess is kind of um, uh, it's a tool set. I guess it's basically a minting tool set. I think is maybe what it is. Yeah, it's, then, it's like a it's like a all in one sort of NFT yeah launch thing, and it's just yeah. like you put your own pictures in there, change the 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 uh, the fees and everything the else, theme, right? theme and fees and all that type of shit a little bit. Yeah, know? yeah. And so those have been primarily launching through those. So they run their own either Vercel sites or it's, I mean, wherever they sit. Right. Um, and then, and then after the mint, then, then uh, I think the largest uh, NFT infrastructure, I know Stargaze is building an outpost, or at least they've been talking about, which would be really cool. Um, but um, I think right now it's pallet exchange is probably the largest. And so they end up in pallet and then we're, we're servicing pallet requests as well um, behind the scenes. And so that, that also then after that, then it turns into, you know, a regular marketplace type of thing. Um, so, but what, what uh, wait, hang on. Mm-hmm. Smart, there are smart contracts on say, right? There are. Are they EVM smart contracts? Uh, no, there wasn't. Right? Well, which, which version, which, okay, if there wasn't, but which, which wasn't? I don't know. Oh, right. <clears throat> like, what well, was well, One of these two would know. <laughs> Schultzy knows. Schultzy doesn't know. I mean, like, is it because because the EVM is wasm eventually, right? But is it solid? Is say solidity? I don't know. I'll look it up. I'm not really sure. So, def- yep. Have you? So, oh, I won't won't talk emotionally. But these these projects are these they projects. giving you a plug? Yeah. Is that is that part of the deal? A plug? Uh, yeah. Sure. I. You are doing exceptionally well in unique delegators. Am I? Yeah. Like oh, that's good. By a fair margin compared to you're like five x your closest. Uh, really? Well, where do you get that? Where do you get that type of number? Uh, is that, that's a, is in, that in the um, Nodes Guru thing? No, no, that's in that's on MinScan all the way to the right. You, you kind of oh, have to right, expand your screen now. out a little bit all the way to the right. But you have so your <laughs> closest rival besides the. Um, the say zero, which was at the top of the list for a long time, mm-hmm. but your closest rival is uh, Stake Cedo at five, about five thousand unique delegators, and you've got closer to sixteen thousand. Oh, that's good delegators, so. which is weird because the, our overall VP I don't think is, has moved, so it must be a, a decent amount of ah, delegates, well, which is totally fine. Micro whale, it, it dust. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's all good. I, it's that's micro cool. whale. It's all the micro whale. It's all yeah, one delegator. Okay. Sixteen thousand wallets for one. That's yeah, cool. the mi- the micro whale's coming for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, so keep up, keep up these mini mints, and uh, you know you might have like a hundred thousand in a week. Who knows? Yeah, they've been they've been doing pretty well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 uh, 
it, anyway, it's been fun. Like we've, you know, this series has been around for a while and it's been doing well, but um, it's cool to actually, and it's actually really focused us on engineering, at least in terms of the balancers and like rewriting a bunch of shit and like how to queuing and all that kind of stuff. So that, that's been actually really interesting. So no, we can do more with that too. Cause I know you run some of the same stuff that we do on the HA proxy side. So I've totally rewritten all that on how we approach it. So that's oh, really, cool. mm-hmm. well, that'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, Cause uh, I remember you yeah. had like problems straight off the bat with like, um, when injective came over, right. With too many connections. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, but the queuing stuff is interesting. So. Well, injective also like that for some reason that node like locks up, like it gives up. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but like after like so many, like if it gets overwhelmed with RPC connections or something, the thing just, it just stops. It's just, it gives up, yeah. uh, which say does not do, but we still, I still limit it. Um, so then I can, that's when I start. Then, then actually that, that allows HA proxy to queue those and HA proxy can queue like 50, hundred thousand requests, right? It'll just queue them up and then just do them, you know, it'll just FIFO them out. Um, yeah. which is cool. So we don't kill these nodes. I remember so. in the say test net, like, yeah, man, the, the, like they were doing 300 million a day or something. The, the RPCs on that. Well, my RPCs anyway, it was 300 million a day, it. like 200 million or 300 million or something like That's that. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of requests coming through there. Like, yeah. like heaps. And that was not, like what I'm saying is that the say daemon seems to be like really pretty good for yeah, um for sure for answering requests. I'm I'm not sure if they've done some tweaks in there or something, but it's definitely like can handle a lot. Yeah, eleven really, nodes. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But right now we're doing we're doing two billion a week. That's insane. So, I mean that's 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 still less than three hundred million a day, right? So, um, but two billion a week like actually is. Like it's a lot and over, even overnight, like it's even overnight, it gets down to only, you know, under a thousand a second, but, but like getting up to 3000 or I'm sorry, 30,000 for a mint is, is, uh, is not. So so what's crazy is that that is like, um, it's just night and day compared to, for example, a month ago, right? Yes. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably four X that, but, but also Astroport drove a lot of traffic and then, a couple other projects drove a lot of traffic, but yes, it is, it is night and day, but mint, mint traffic is very different than like, than, you know, like really, if you have a, if you have a good DAP or if you have like a NFT marketplace, you really should not have that many, that much traffic. Like, like NFT marketplace should be indexed. It should be hitting indexers with the caches, right? There's nothing there that's changing that fast where you really need to pound this fucking blockchain all that much. So, yeah, like a, a good DAP on the back end uses your gRPC and does some indexing. Correct. That's yeah. right. As long as the indexer and the indexer traffic is very small, right? As long as it's as long as it's keeping up with with all transactions and all block data, like that's not much, right? And so, yeah. and then the indexers get built and the caches are in there, and like that's where the logic is and the smartness is. Same on the NFT side. Like, there's so much there could be cached. Um, that yeah, uh, but then it's not going to be cached by most people unless that's a function of the launch pad because. All NFT mints f- make all their money in the mint, and then they have Absolutely. no they have no business yeah. model after that. So why would they index? Why would they go to the effort of indexing? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like mints are totally different. Like mints are just it's just it's, a. F- it's right? kind of like all a- of yours Ansible. Like if there's something super custom, I tend to just write a single block of YAML, you know, in the Ansible file, and then just comment it out, put a comment above it saying only enable this for 
XYZ special case that you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we're like, we're only maintaining like six chains. So it's like a very different like scale to especially like Schultz, I suppose, or null, but uh, that it's, there's a very strong tipping point where you get to, okay, need to template everything. Um, well, I think like, <clears throat> I think that would become an issue if it was, if it was more of a team environment. Because mm-hmm. you know, for documentation and and usage, like it's easier to add a variable and document it. Say, if if the chain has this, then add this variable under the vars and put this. This is the you know the options it can take, and then that way, you know, you're only you set it in your um in your inventory, and then it's done. There's no like well, yeah. I mean, but Ansible doesn't, in my experience, scale particularly well with a team bigger than two anyway like it it seems to work okay for two or so people who have all the configuration stuff on their laptops and know how it works and more than that uh there's no yeah. reason why you couldn't use it with more people if you document it yeah, have no, yeah no but you're forgetting software is completely social and, and documentation doesn't mean it doesn't mean a rat's shit um what happens is that because Ansible is like giving a toddler a gun, what somebody has is a deadline, right? And the deadline is in two hours and they install the code. They read the readme and the repo for your Ansible stuff and they go, cool, I understand it. Check the inventory file. It's the example inventory file. They rename it to whatever. They run that shit and they wipe all the fucking stuff on the server. (laughs) I, this has happened in production. <laughs> you know, it was actually why a company I worked for backed out of using Ansible for anything. But the the only thing there was an Ansible file for after that was literally bootstrapping a box, hardening SSH, and adding all of our public keys to the box. Uh, like all the employees, there were like ten people there um, after this incident, basically. <laughs> but it's why something like Terraform becomes a better better fit for a larger team because the state is much more transparently held at an external location that's not really tied to any one place if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. the 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 arbiter of whether or not the thing is what it says it is is not the server or the hardware resource that you're connecting to it's actually like a third uh, source of truth but in ansible like you, you can you can, for example, create a dynamic inventory in the like a dynamic inventory script in Ansible that you could make go look at a Git repo or something for the actual inventory mm-hmm. and have it centrally maintained. Like you don't necessarily have to have it individually on people. Yeah, computer. I mean that's fair, but it just doesn't do that as well as Terraform. It just doesn't. Fair yes. Like ter- Terraform is like the immutable infrastructure thing, and it does that one thing super super well. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Ansible. I use it all the time for loads of loads of bits and bobs. But uh, the dynamic inventories are really cool if you can be fucking bothered scripting out a Python script. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> if you can be bothered, no, I can't. Well, I mean, the the built in ones for for like me and Serp, right? Oh, and Schulte. The built in ones are great because you can pull shit straight out of Zabbix. You just query your Zabbix. Um, I don't know. I should do that. I don't do that. It's a good idea. Yeah, like, well, I mean, no, you use it to put shit into your Zabbix, so why I do. don't use it to pull shit out of you? Particularly useful when you're deleting shit. So if you've got yeah, um, yeah, clean, yeah. clean up Ansible to get yeah. rid of nodes, you can just call it a 
you can call it up out of your um, your Zabbix inventory, like from your host names, and then it'll just destroy everything associated with those tags, I and then and then kill that actual uh, item as well, or disable it or whatever. Yeah, I have like I have like That's no destroy ansible. Like none. I should do that. It's a good idea. Mm. It's a good idea. Good idea. What's in or the even just even detect if if the um if the uh, inventory changes in your in your well you could have um you could actually use there's there's a event driven ansible you could use your zabbix you could change a tag to delete for example and then use um, alerts to your event driven ansible when there's a tag delete shows up it can tell the event driven ansible to then take that inventory item delete everything associated with its tags and then fuck it off out of zabbix right it's yeah. just occurred to me number one if we take on a one more chain i'm going to have to find the cave and set up zabbix number two uh we are officially now more than the validator podcast i think we're just the bare metal operations neckbeard podcast aren't we yeah. It's not like because it's not even it's not even like this isn't. I tried an, to get a neckbeard. It's fucking. It's, awesome. it's not an infrastructure podcast. It's not an enterprise infrastructure because it's much too YOLO for that. It's much too DGEN. But it's something. It's something not officially sanctioned. I don't know, and it involves neckbeards. Um, shall we it, talk about some news? Yeah, there's a fair bit actually. There is. Um, I think there's there's one in for you at the top now. Uh okay. <laughs> He's not got the spreadsheet up. The fucking sim swap. <laughs> I, I think the, I think all that piece is a bit of a sim swap. Uh, that was a bit of a guess, I think, but the end result's so, the same. I was at the bank yesterday, right? Before we do the news. Oh, were you the, having a bank run? No, they're kind of the cool when you participate in one, aren't they? I have a problem with like none of the banks will do all of the things I want to do, they some do some things, some do others. Some you have to like go into the bank and make a phone call or go into the bank and see someone and then they'll have someone from the corporate people call you back. Or I just want a bank that I can go into and do shit at or just do everything on, on the web app, right? And so I was at this bank and they're like, man, you can do all of this shit that you want to do on the web app. And I'm like, all right, let's talk about that. And I said, first of all, what are your security um procedures for your web app and your your phone apps and they're like oh who the fuck did you ask that hey who'd you who'd you ask that to it just awesome somebody somebody randomly works there like (laughs) no the the business the business banker how the fuck is that person gonna know that's not gonna know fucking shit shit. so so she she told me she's like it's very secure no she's like oh we've got sms security and fucking you can get a token (laughs) Uh, in some cases, you can get a token. And I'm like, you've got SMS security for your fucking, <laughs> your money. Okay. So what we've established is Noel's big and clever and the poor person works. That's exactly right. more than stupid. The ask the question goes, CMS, 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 SMS. Oh, they said SMS. I'm Did you know? Probably you already. Know that's probably secure. <laughs> and I'm sure that was going to be the answer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, I walked out. I said, I'm not having that. So my current bank has a 
you know, like an app locked to your hardware identity on your phone. I mean, yeah. that's probably the best you're going to get out of a bank at this point. And so- No, I, I have a YubiKey for my bank. You have a YubiKey? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some banks will send you the old ass token mm-hmm. that you carry around with you. It's like, it's it's the same as the it's other t- shit. It's a hard yeah. TOTP token, right? Which is not yeah. bad, actually. That's okay, too. No, but it's a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. It's secure, though. Oh, until someone yeah, just have looks at the that? screen on it. <laughs> sure. If all those things are together, then yes, exactly. Yeah. So they're pulling your fingernails out for your password and then just look at your little thing and you're like, <laughs> that oh, happens I'll anyway. Then. Yeah. I'll um, but anyway, like, it's just a pain to carry around. It's like a ledger, right? Like, no one wants to carry around a ledger because it's well, a pain you just in the leave one. Well. You leave one in the office and you leave one at home and you're done. Yeah. You can. You can register sure. the same one or register. What's nice about those? Look, at least, at least you can't get the the TOTP code out of thing, it, aren't we? I'm not talking about an RSA uh, key fob. I'm talking about one of those um, two factor um, number generators. You know, it's got, <coughs> uh, you know, the ones with a little keypad. With a keypad? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super, it's super common over here for like 15 years. Your bank gives you one for getting into your online banking. When it, when it says, "Oh, verify." Uh, verify this you'll like turn it on you'll put verify in then you'll put your uh you'll put like a it's quite it's situational for like a payment it might be the receiving account if it's your if it's something to do with your account it might be your um might be your account number or something like that so it's i mean it's presumably just a one-way hash right and then it's just going to hash some element of that and then check it against something in their system Mm, yeah i don't think i think it it must be something like rsa or proprietary under the hood yeah because the whole point is that you can't an attacker shouldn't have the ability to take the number that they read off of your screen but over your shoulder in a coffee shop and then be able to hash that into something that would be acceptable to the bank right yeah you're you're reading a code and using that code input and and it's generating an output, right? It's like a yeah, yeah. it's a salt and a and some sort of hash or it has something, to be something like that. Yeah, it's a key salt type structure, and then and it eventually kicks out a code, right? But I mean, back to back to Null's lead pipe situation, still still fucking works, <laughs> right? Like yeah, lead pipe, lead pipe overall hammer attack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the the news is is you that ask, yes. uh, you ask the person at the bank then what do you do if somebody hits me with a hammer and asks me for my password? I thought is this the same bank that was going to walk you down the street? No, no, that's the bank with the actual good security. Oh, okay, all right. <clears throat> this one they don't they don't walk you down the street. They're like here here's a phone. So the problem with this other bank that's got the actual good security and walks you down the street is that they're like customer service from the corporate sucks and they their procedures suck. Like, why would you have to go into a bank, ask to do something, and then wait for someone from corporate to call you back, and then have to go into the fucking bank again to sign the piece of paper or do the transfer or whatever? It's just dumb. Like, identify me and then just do it. Well, we have to do that for one of our banks, except the only difference is the, the corporate person, I guess, in that description is the business banking person at the branch so yeah just, so well when i'm saying corporate i mean the business bank is from you know the building in yeah. sydney bank security talk only here on game of nodes 
Yeah, I mean, this is this has been a real hot episode. At least <laughs> this, 30, this really has. I'm sure at least thirty minutes of full on Ansible <laughs> chat. Those subscriber members have been wheeling down. This is yeah, we've uh, gone from five viewers to four. Um, <laughs> so the news is is that the uh, you know Gary Gensler from the SEC was hacked um, maybe on Twitter or, or on X in some fashion. I mean. Wait, hold uh, on. I thought it was just SEC account, not Gary Gensler. Himself. Correct. It was SEC Gov. But was, was it not Gary Gensler's thing? No. Well, anyway, I mean, SEC. I suppose technically Gary Gensler is the head of the SEC, but I don't think that really doesn't matter. Yeah. So the SEC Gov X account um, was hacked in some fashion, and then they put out news that a the the Bitcoin ETF was approved, which was bullshit. The markets went up real quick and then they had a clarifying tweet from another account or the same account. And then the the, the markets went down. A clarifying tweet from Gary Gensler. It was from Gary Gensler. Was it? Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, he just went, the SEC account has been compromised. Okay, there you go. Which is a bunch of bullshit, right? Like that has to be bullshit. So yeah. Rama is, is saying that someone was sim swapped, but I don't know. I didn't see any evidence of that. And... Due to no two FA on the account, I could probably believe that. I did. Did Elon talk about this at all? Like, if somebody actually comes out and says, like it, Gary coming out and saying, "Oh wait, there is a safety thing. We can confirm that the account SCC Gov was compromised, and we have completed a preliminary investigation based on our investigation. The compromise was not due to any breach of access systems, but rather due to an identified individual obtaining control over a phone number. Oh, he's right. Seems associated yeah, to could. this SCC government account through the third party." We can further the content did not have two-factor auth. Neither oh. time was compromised. We encourage all users to enable this extra layer of security no for shit. more information. Blah 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 blah. This is from the safety. Day. I'm I'm really shocked that or that's also a CYA. Not to not to uh, too much conspiracy theory, but that whole story sounds like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> the SEC. Yeah, I agree. No two like, FA. This is a way that the way, in, in insider trading. The way the tweet was written. The response, the response time, like it all seemed a bit, oops, somebody hit the button on something, but who knows? Very just, convenient for sure. And just to call out the whole idea about about comp- about being compromised, I don't know. It just seems a little bit whatever, but but there you go. There, I'll put that in the show notes as well about from the safety. I don't program. know. Occam's Razor, I reckon they got compromised. And I reckon if you did some forensics of who became a very, 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 very wealthy person in the period between the SEC tweet and Gary Gensler's tweet, you would find uh I don't know, but did it did the motive. Did the markets move that much though? About four uh, percent. Yeah. There yeah, you go. A few percent. It's a lot yeah. for Bitcoin anyway. Uh, and leverage, that's enough. That's enough yeah, to be yeah. that's enough to get rich and go live in the Caymans. I'm almost yeah. certain a lot of people got wiped out on uh on leverage as well at the same time. So mm. Yeah, I don't actually understand why the Bitcoin ETF is so important. Can anyone speak to that? Because you can already invest in Bitcoin using your retirement accounts, right? Like Vanguard offers it, Fidelity offers it. So, well, it is. It is just like the big boys can flog it, and you know that it's easily access. Like using your four hundred one k, or or in the case of like you know super over here, it's, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to do, right? Is you know you have to do things to be able to use it, but in the case really. of like 
Well, with an ETF, it's just retail, right? People can just fucking ape in and out of that shit all day long. So I think they, they just mean, expect that once it hits retail in that fashion, there's just going to be volume. So, I mean, hot take, fucking you should not be able to invest a pension fund in Bitcoin. Oh, I, I think you should I be able to do whatever to. the fuck you want with it. It's your money. I, yeah, yeah, that's where I have it too. Well, no, but I can buy Bitcoin. Like, it doesn't... What the fuck? Like, wh- why... What? No. No. If you let people... Well, the, over the here, right? No, 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 no. The reason, this is, the reason this is important hill to die on, right, is because everybody... Not everybody. Most people, overwhelmingly, ordinary people have a pen have a pension, and overwhelmingly, ordinary people make fucking stupid investment decisions. If you let ordinary people buy Bitcoin and other shit coins, it's, because that is where it will go. Once you open the door to Bitcoin, it will be other shit coins. They're going to get their pensions fucking liquidated, and then we're going to be in a whole fucking world of pain. Like. You, Pensions need to operate in the way that pensions currently operate, which is just beating inflation and being boring. That is the way they need to operate. There's a reason they're so heavily regulated. If you want to like go to the crypto casino, fucking be my guest. I, you know, I, I think a lot of that stuff where people are, you know, trying to restrict it to high net worth individuals or whatever. To me, it's a little bit like trying to regulate gambling. Like regulating gambling is always kind of a losing thing because. I don't know. People will find a way to gamble, right? It's an it's an impulse. It's an addiction. It's many different things to many different people. But like introducing that kind of systemic risk with something that is fucking volatile is fucking insane. And despite the brand, you know, notoriety and longevity up to this point, it's only a fucking ten year longevity. Well, fifteen year longevity. I ah, good, good thing. You're not, good thing you're not building your whole life around this. <laughs> It's a crypto thing. Um, yeah, but I, I don't fucking... Th- there's no <laughs> way I would ever put a cent of my retirement fund into crypto. Like, it, it's, it I, is... Away from, away from the retirement or not retirement, the one thing it does, and I think to answer Schultz's question, I think it provides some legit- legitimacy, I think is what it does, right? And it creates some, it creates some financially uh, managed and high optic roads for many more people to invest in crypto who do not want to hold on to their own keys or deal with that bullshit. So I think it does allow my my parents or you know your parents or somebody who would not typically be a key holder to be able to get involved in something in a small type of area. And I understand the risk of that. The other piece of it is that there's so much fucking scammy bullshit around there that it does provide at least some routes that are not necessarily safe from price dropping to zero, but they are safe from necessarily being scammed, right? Like that's a different thing. So somebody goes to Bitcoin.com. I don't think that fucking exists, right? But whatever it is, and siphons keys off because they know what the fuck they're doing. It does get rid of those risks. Like those go away because now I'm I'm literally going to Fidelity and Fidelity is in charge of all that shit. And Fidelity has the fucking controls to be able to manage keys, right? Um, so right, but are Fidelity gonna if Fidelity do lose their keys, right, and all that money evaporates overnight? It's like that. It's like that hard drive that end up in that dump, right? I mean, you could uh, see, you could see the same thing for stock ownership, right? There's like well, well, sure, those sure, type sure. of things still. Fidelity has a record of my owning X Y Z, and so do I. But but they're the ones that are really the holders of that. So like you're, it's, sure, you're always going to have that piece of it. Most right? financial products like that, they're 
if it's their fault and they fuck up, they're regulated and they have to, you know, make good the losses. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they do here too. I don't. Even, I have no idea. I don't because know if they're responsible the- for for like loss due to incompetence. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I I I think that's the case here. Um, the the whole banking regulation stuff is pretty. I guess you know what though it is now I think about it is overwhelmingly about the difficulty of starting up and moving into that space than it is the actual hmm, I'd have to look that up because I know like fund tokenization is like a an issue at the moment it's currently in review there's a whole bunch of um there's like a, a policy document from the investor association I talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago about fund tokenization but that's mm-hmm. Uh, that's for two main use cases one of which is representing real world funds as a crypto asset which is like representing an etf of blah like aberdeen or something like that Mm -hmm. as a crypto asset so so actually the fact it's a smart contract means nothing it's just allowing it to be traded in a DeFi context potentially i don't know that that side of it i don't know why but that that that's part one one half of it and the other half of it is of it is i guess implicitly bringing um a basket of crypto assets into some kind of a fund uh framework right mm-hmm. and and like to be clear like fine i'm cool with that it's just the fucking pensions piece i'm i don't know there are some there, there are some situations where you just like like if people want to invest in that fund in an investment ISA or whatever while they're working age and they can shoulder the loss and go, fuck, that was a bad decision. Oh, well, at least it wasn't my pension account. Well, I mean, that that's people can make stupid fucking decisions in any pension account, right? So like there's yeah, plenty true. of, they can buy all sorts of stupid shit in their pension account. It doesn't make a difference. Like, like that's just risk management, right? So so I don't think you can, I don't think you necessarily need to protect people from making bad decisions to Null's point. They're, it's fucking capitalism. They make bad decisions. Make Actually, bad decisions. maybe this is, maybe this is just a, a bit of a cultural difference that I've stumbled upon. Like how actively do you manage pensions in the U S like, do you just 100% <laughs> what? Well, it's also worth mentioning that pensions aren't really used anymore. Pensions are quite right. rare nowadays. Right. So like you mentioned that pensions are the overwhelming majority of retirements. That's really not true anymore. I know zero people that use a pension at this point. Now, a lot of people do consider um, Social Security pension, but it's really not. Social Security is yeah, is really an insurance policy on elders not living a horrible, destitute life. That's all it is. They are also invested into treasury bonds. They don't go into the market at all. So pensions are quite, quite, quite rare. Yeah. Usually like, like uh, teachers... Uh, first responders, uh, government workers, like those are like things that you get a specific pension for. And usually it's not them managing that pension. It might be just terminology, I think, to fray because it's usually not them managing that pension. It's usually a pension fund that's managed right, by that yeah, organization, yeah. right? And then they have obligations and a board on what they're investing in. So nobody's throwing it. Yeah, so know, nobody's nobody's yellowing into that, right? And then everybody, then they have a payment structure based off of that pension. Now, a regular retirement account, People usually manage their own retirement accounts or they're picking a set of funds or target date funds or other types of things that exist. Um, but that okay. is usually so that's what, usually yeah, personally okay. managed. So, so it's a terminology thing. So your retirement account is what we would call uh, a SIP, which is uh, 
shit, what's that stand for? It doesn't matter. It's a sip. And sips are really uncommon because everybody has to have a pension. Yeah. Um, well, not has to have a pension, but if you're in full-time employment, your employer has to provide with you the pension, is the law. Yeah, it could sadly. be a really shit pension, but they have to provide you with some kind of a pension and from memory up to 4% of it, you can contribute pre-tax in from your income and they have to match it. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody kind of, even if it's not worth much, everybody kind of has a pension, right? Yeah. Um, although they're not as good as they used to be. Like it used to be the case here until relatively recently, like just before I entered the workplace that people got final salary pensions. That was like the common thing. And that's insane. Like you, you, you would say work a place 10 years and then your pension is your final, you get final salary when you retire. And it's just a number. Right. They'll pay you until you die every right. year. Right. Yeah. That's like, like, that's like a government type of thing or a school pension or something else. Okay. Because like that, right? that's not how pensions work. That's insane work from a fucking private company, though. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's pretty well that's why they're, that's why they're falling apart here is because, yeah. because, there's not enough people going into that. There's not enough funds and they have so much debt or not debt, but they have so much obligation to past employees that it, unless that individual, unless that group is growing and the value, obviously the value of the dollar is dropping and the amount of people save changes that those things are running out of money. That's really a problem. And then there's fraud in those as well, because, because somebody makes a deal and takes 2% or something off the top and blah, 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 or they make bad decisions. They don't invest that wisely. Like it's a fucking, it's a mess. So the way they did that in Australia is they have a super fund instead, which is basically during your employment, there's a percentage of each pay has to go into the super fund. Yeah, and then that super fund manage, is managed by an investment manager, big investment managers. For the um, country? Well, like for the whole, for yeah, everyone? So you can choose your fund, right? But every it's, it's, a, it's a legal requirement that if you hire someone, yeah. you, like, you know, if they earn- um, a hundred grand. Then on top of that, you have to pay nine point five percent of that into a super fund. So gotcha. they get ninety five hundred a year into their super fund, and then those super funds, any profits that are made in in your super fund account is tax free. But you can only put like you can't just put your whole net worth in there and get tax free income that you can get when you retire. So when you're when you're like seventy five or whatever the retirement age is. You can mm-hmm. withdraw it all if you wanted to, or you can leave it there and just yeah. take income out of it each year tax-free, that type That's of close. It's basically social security, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah social security for- works quite- Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we're going to say the same thing. Okay. So yeah, social security is quite similar, except you can't really withdraw it all the way. Right. Where it's kind of like a ladder that you pull from, but it's really quite different. It's not intended as a retri- retirement program. It's really intended as- um, as a as entrance from from old folks, like one of the really interesting stats about offshore social security is that something like eighteen percent of withdrawers are actually for underage kids because you know the parents die or something, right? So it's mm-hmm. intended to be a much wider birth um, than people are actually aware of. Right. Um, a lot of the reason why we don't have like insane child poverty is explicitly due to social security. Um, but otherwise, it's it's actually managed quite well. Like the management fees over time are actually quite low. Um, yeah. So while we were on this call, the spot BTC ETF was approved. So Jeez, it's actually really? like an official Ooh. thing. Yep, it was approved. And then Kinsler came out and said, uh, <laughs> he said, while it's approved, you know, it's still pretty risky. So like, you know. <laughs> Thanks, so, Gary. But- <laughs> Only take you two years to come up with that. Yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> 
anyway, 10 years. It was kind of like a hashtag YOLO, peace out. You know, that was it. But <laughs> we did but, have uh, it. <laughs> but no, it was. Well, uh, but they did. It does look like it's an actual official release. And um, so that's that's good. And the first news article I see after that is Bitcoin price unfazed by SEC approval, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of means it's already priced in, which does make sense because there was been talking about it for fucking ever. So the idea that it's going to do that. Um, but I'm hoping that it lists some, hope it lifts some specific altcoins. Meanwhile, I don't see it on Twitter though. And I bet that a lot of people track Twitter specifically for it. Like I'm looking on Twitter right now and I can't find a reference to that at all. Full stop. At all. What you can't find a reference to what? SEC thing approved. Yeah. Oh, I have it. It's not an SEC gov. It's not SEC gov. It's on every other (laughs) news. Uh, uh, the block is reporting it. Helium is reporting it. Not that that matters. ETH is pumping. Uh, it's up ten percent today. Yeah, it's it's doing well. And uh, oh well, I mean, there's only Aptos there's only some very specific coins that we can't remember. Well, yeah. if we if we'd known about this insider trade trading opportunity, we could have <laughs> held on to some of those rewards to sell. Or well, on, we did know the- about the insider trading opportunity because it was it was pre-released <laughs> accidentally to the uh, to the the dgens on twitter someone fucked up the uh the time on that <laughs> yeah that's i mean it could it, it, so maybe somebody did compromise that thing and just literally published a draft tweet <laughs> yeah it might have been exactly what it was i think that's like the likely <laughs> it's like oh i was gonna story. i was gonna write it but it's already here so i'm just gonna undraft this thing and push it yeah yeah oh, it turns goodness. out Okay, well, that was super weird. That literally happened during the show. Okay. Zach Vol says, now that the ETF is approved, the normal people will be able to invest in crypto instead of just the mentally ill. Normies. <laughs> this is a pretty good tweet. You, maybe that's uh, the issue. Maybe that's why the ETF is so important, because not a lot of people realize that you can invest already in investment accounts, because you can. Yep, sure can. So, so it's all false, basically. But do it. Do I really have to point out, you know, not your, not your keys, not your crypto? Like, have we come this far that we have to remind ourselves? Like, you know, maybe maybe they should use Dow Dow. <laughs> maybe find out there should be like a Fidelity Dow Dow. Oh well, did you? Um, I, I noticed in so we we've got a a, a piece here about um, about some more shenanigans with Dow Dow, um, but. Okay, so we'll go with the news piece first. So, and then I'll get back to, I'll, I'll ring back around to what Shorty said there. So, um, I'm going to read it out as Rama's written it. You know, the literary flair should be respected. He gets upset a, when you don't. In a he turn does. that he... shocked, in a turn that shocked all 15 Juno community members, Dow Dow renegs <laughs> on the Dow Juno token swap, citing a multitude of reasons to cancel, but the primary ones, perhaps unsaid. Rama, please tell us what they are. Our money! With a lot of whys. But also giving Juno an overwhelming size of the token allocation and therefore voting power. Um, <clears throat> so this was interesting. There was a little bit of back and forth about it. Um, Dow Dow basically cancelled it unilaterally from their end and then Grow Juno sort of responded to it with, with a post. Um, can, uh, can, the, you, can you back up and tell me, like, I don't even know if I understand the 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 party relationship here what what was in place and what's what's getting dumped i don't know if anybody else does either juno funded dow dow right right um 
the agreement was that Dowdow would give a significant portion of its token treasury to Juno in exchange for Juno tokens. Okay. Um, they were vesting to the Juno community pool. Dowdow's cancelled that okay. from their end. Well, there so was there was happened. two vestings. There was the Dow tokens were vesting to the community pool, but also Juno tokens were vesting yep. to Dow Dow. Yeah. So, so grow both Juno cancelled. Yeah. So this is just you know, cancelled the Juno side after Dow Dow unilaterally cancelled their side. Oh, so they both stopped this vesting schedule, right? Is it is it fair that they both stopped this vesting schedule or? Well, I guess there wasn't a discussion about it. There was just uh, it was just, just action from the Dow Dow side. I think this is actually an interesting case because, right, the the whole point was that this would happen because of the funding that was given essentially at the inception of the project. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, it kind of smacks a little bit of like the issue is that the it shouldn't have been a vest. It should have just been like you hand over your tokens, we hand over our tokens. But hey, whatever, man. Anyway, in the post, getting back to Schultz's thing. Mm-hmm. Should we just use Dowdow for everything? In the post where Dowdow basically um, broke the contract, uh, they posted, uh, amongst a bunch of other stuff, we seek nothing less than the world in which all businesses, nonprofits, clubs, protocols, chains, AI, and even governments are governed using Dow tooling. So there you go, shoot. So the, so the whole world can, <laughs> can cancel vesting contracts whenever the fuck they want to. Socially. It's a good precedent, isn't it? It's a good precedent. <laughs> We're, we're going to put that in, in the liner notes of breaking a contract <laughs> and proving once and for all why this is a zero-trust ecosystem. So yeah. last of this, last piece, unsurprisingly, the only people upset about this are NetaDAO, who now saying that they will be taking actions to sue DowDAO via the Juno governance for whatever DAOified reason they can come up with. So that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> DAOified reason. Um, yeah, so, so I guess the... What's I don't even know from a value perspective. This this happened a few years ago, right? When this was created, like Dada. No, it was like last year. Was it? Yeah. So so the value of those Juno tokens that are being invested are obviously lower now than they were before. Significantly less. Yeah. What about what about the value of the Dada token? They don't have a value. Oh, okay. So so okay. They're like pre-release. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, didn't, I didn't think they did. All right. Yeah. Too funny. I mean, like uh, as a business, I believe we own a, we have a few for helping out Dowdow in the early days, and they are currently written off on our tax return as having zero value. So, yeah, um, we have the same. I think I have some too, actually. Now that I'm talking about it, we have some, but they do not exist on our ledger. Well, they don't have any value, so what would they? What would yeah, they do? They don't add to the number, so no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Uh, oh, uh, instantly the say thing. I remembered it is it is Cosmwasm because this was all of the this was all of the shenanigans. It's like when Say was coming along and Neutron was coming along, everybody was like losing their minds a bit. And obviously, Dowdow's on Neutron. So Say uh, is on Wasm, but I'm pretty sure they've got their own fork of it. As I well. think they might have their own fork, heavily modified, probably. Um, like all of their other modules, that would be on brand. Yeah, I was going to say that's right. Yeah, the one module you probably don't want to heavily modify. But hey, yeah, though. Well, I don't know. We're not. Uh, there was anything? a lot of concurrency issues with Wasm, which I think they had to fix. So, sure, but they've probably introduced a lot of security issues as a result. Like you, you very much want the original authors of that library helping you out when it comes oh, I think to the security they, side I think of they, things. I think they're in cohorts. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. The cahoots? They probably have the money. Maybe they have the money to pay for Confio. I don't know. I would say they do. <laughs> how much money? How much money does say raise? Oh, oh like quite a, like a lot, a lot. 40, yeah. 40, 45 million? Okay. Yeah, but not only not only that, the the token's been live for a while now, and the foundation has a lot of it. So they do. have they so much? No, it? wow, have they? I have no you idea. Would, actually, you would think, right? That's a random wow, question. Check, so, how else do you fund the foundation? Yeah. It was. It wasn't the amount that they raised. I remember it was the valuation that they raised at. I know that was. We were all yeah, talking about that. Yeah, it was eight hundred million that they raised. Yeah, they raised at. it like a huge val, like a massive valuation. In so, saying anyway. that, the valuation is now pretty, pretty, pretty big. The chain is going well, though. I mean, it's it's doing what it needs to do, and it's moving fast, and like all well, of the value that is there. And now with the CVM thing that's coming up, I think that's pretty exciting. So I know that's supposed to be twenty twenty four. That's going to be cool. So I'm ex- I'm really excited about about what's coming there it is it's 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 pretty quiet on the on the dev front in the discord but that is like i've talked to phil a couple of times and they are just like sprinting hard on that on the evm only so i think it's all internal right once they get to the point of because i think they're gonna i think they even said that they wanted to keep atlantic 2 mirroring pacific one so there'll be another test net um there'll be another test net that, that launches with the cbm thing so that'll be more ben davis says i'm not even sure Game of Nose has realized it's a bull market. I t- <laughs> we were joking about that this week because I because uh, Noel was saying Noel was like I can't wait <laughs> the next bull I'm gonna do X Y Z. I'm like, dude, you're in it. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is it. This is it, brother. <laughs> if this is the bull market and it's time to unbond everything and sell while things are not worth zero. A little FYI, you're in it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a run. I mean, there hasn't been the the post. Um, what is it? The post harvening run yet yeah this is you mean the the, the ridiculously silly season mm, yeah the silly it's not season. app chain mm. it's not app chain winter but then again we're probably not ever going to see another app chain winter in the cosmos ecosystem so what you know like app chain winter when all of the chains launched and everything went crazy i'm like isn't that app chain summer or i don't know yeah, well, it wasn't bad. it wasn't in the summer though it started in fucking october although it was your summer <laughs> kangaroo man i think like so, so literal winter, not, so, yes. <laughs> not figurative like, winter, literally winter. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the saying. Noel just looks so better. tired. He's just like I don't even know. Like summer, which not is summer, summer for Noel. So it is. It is. Well, I feel like summer. I feel like the expression is more based around like oh, it's summertime in the. In the I, I agree. Yeah, I definitely you know, I thought you were saying actually winter meant like not that it happened like, during a literal American no, 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 winter in which it happened. DeFi <laughs> summer happened in the summer. It's like oh, it's fucking DeFi no, December. DeFi yeah. summer happened in the fucking summer. That's why it was called DeFi summer. That's that's. I don't think that's. I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's meant to be figurative. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, can you pick something else that would be more complicated? Oh, like, may, like, right like maybe it just coincidentally happened in yeah. summer enough times that you're like, well, see by summer. Defy <laughs> summer. I don't know if you if you radically object to that, uh, viewers and listeners, then write in in the comments, and I'll probably ignore it and continue using that term. Um, what about this last piece? So while we're on Juno, their lead developer, which I think is we're talking about Reese, right? Uh, looks like he is f- being fired by someone via governance, citing to need to focus on developing uh, 
dApps rather than core chain features. Little did they know Reese has already quit two weeks prior to the on-chain proposal. So I did I did see a little bit of drama in Twitter this week about that. And I saw that proposal that was on Juno last, was it this week or last week related to the chain direction or other types of things. So what the hell's going on here, Juno people? So this all happened while I was on my Christmas break. And so wasn't looking at notifications. Uh, from what I gather... <laughs> Uh, block creators put up that post saying Juno needs to refocus on building dApps mm-hmm. rather than core development and upgrades. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which obviously, you know, comes across as very passive aggressive against Reese. Reese and Block obviously fucking hate each other anyway. Um, and so, but then Reese had already quit. But did he quit? Is that, is that, is that, that happened? Uh, yeah, I didn't realize he actually officially quit now. I think so. Maybe. I mean, he's still he's certainly he's still, still doing around stuff today. Yeah. And he's still working on stuff. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm he not just really sure. he was just did the the security upgrade literally like today. Yeah, so. I think yeah. he might be contributing, but maybe he's no longer fully on kind of Juno stuff. I mean, I know he's been working for Strange Love for a little while and splitting time, so maybe he's just fully gone over to Strange Love. So who put up this proposal? Who put up two three thirty one with this shift focus thing? Uh, you said that was that was blocked. So, I mean, honestly, I voted abstain. I, I should just vote no because it, it's just a bunch of rambling bullshit. Like, there's not even like an actionable thing here. It's just like, hey guys, it's like it just seems like it's a general. It's it's a kind of quite classic block creators post in that it's sort of broadly correct, but it's completely unactionable. There's, there's no actions at all. Like it's just. It, it's, but why it's, do you need to refocus? Like, why it's, a shower, it's a shower apps? thought. It's a shower thought. It is. It's like it's 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 a discussion it's, topic, which is great. Yeah. And then, so it, even if it pa- passes or not, it doesn't change anything. So what the yeah, fuck it's is not this? Binding. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's just mean anything. In, encourage people to build dApps build anyway. Like, you can encourage people through a blog post. Like I don't understand. anyway. Yeah, there's no. I mean, there's no. There's no developers to build dApps anyway. So it's kind of moot. Right. But like, who, who are you going to get to build stuff? Like I'm going to put a proposal up that says this token should be go up in price. Yeah, should totally go up in price. It would be like, it would be way better. Vote yes to signal that you want this token to go in price. Vote no if you disagree with this proposal. Like it's the same fucking actionable type of thing. Like it doesn't. Teams have to come here to be able to build those DApps, right? And and if Juno is going to build build what? Like what? Yeah, I mean it, it's just kind of back to the oh. So the other thing obviously that's happened is Core One is formally dissolved as well now. Mm-hmm. Um, I gather that I think the knives are out again in Juno. I don't know. I had people kind of, I had some like messages being like, oh, we're trying to work out who gets what. Like, where's your, we need to know where your core one vesting, blah, blah, blah is for transparent. And I was like, fuck off. I never had one. Um, I specifically declined ever getting paid for core one stuff because I knew eventually I'd have (laughs) whatever. Fuck off. Yeah. So is this the the new group? Of like the the is it like the new group people that are saying it's this the too? charter, it's the charter thing. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, they would be able to see you just by looking at the Dow Dow history, right? They don't really need to. Find uh, no, no, it's I don't know. It's just random DGens, I think. But um, yeah. But back to, back to Reese's involvement in this is is I guess maybe I don't understand his role. Is he? This is going to sound worse than I wanted to say. Is he an employee? to Juno and taking direction from the larger collective. Like what's his role 
where he where he would be fired, autonomous employee like being fired by govern by governance that doesn't make any sense to well me. previously he was essentially hired uh, employed by core one on behalf of juno and his salary was paid from core one um i don't know how that works now no like yeah you know uh I'll, I'll i'll be honest like the yeah i mean my my focus with quorum was always just getting to the point getting to this just try just just doing a little bit of work to smooth over the transition period to this charter what we all knew was sort of coming um and now it's done well i mean it's opening the door right for you to go back and do this role if you want to i don't work for juno anymore and I mean, you, you could I mean, you could be <coughs> are you applying uh no um uh, no no all right <laughs> the, the, the problem is like okay genuinely i think that juno had a time it had an opportunity it missed its time it missed its opportunity it fucked itself over with prop 16 um that's it that's the end of the story you know the timing timing and luck are everything in in business and life like um and an, a good idea which is what juno was at the time at the right time that's worth something a good idea on its own is worth nothing execution is everything and they had the good idea and the right timing and dog shit execution and that's that's the story really i hope that the charter folks who are well-meaning smart people I hope that they do a better job than Core One did, and I hope they manage to put some things back on track. You know, um, that would be that would be great. That would be a nice. That would be a good. <clears throat> it, it would be nice to believe that that could happen from where things are now. Yeah. Yes. I, I wonder if, um, like, what if if this Juno idea came forward today, if it didn't exist in the past, and it launched, could that could that chain launch in twenty twenty four? And try to deliver on that original promise, or is that is that is it? Did we miss? Is the whole window closed? You know what I mean? Like, is there a possibility? Like, can, could it be? Uh, obviously, some significant event needs to happen. Like, there needs to be a, there needs to be some sort of life changing event, right? A specific DAPCON's on board, or specific development, or some sort of event that that brings people back in, right? Because right now it's it seems like, and maybe or maybe you know, Dao Dao is is that event that that completely grows and, and somehow yada, yada. But could, could a Juno two launch today with that same functionality set and be successful? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think so. No, that's what I was going to say. And, and even Juno couldn't launch when it launched and be successful. Yeah. And that was kind of, I think relatively obvious at the time. It was obvious even before launch because there was a drive to incentivize um, apps being built. It's just that, the building complex things takes time, people, patience, and money. Mm -hmm. And it also takes good planning, good road mapping, and like an idea of how delivery works. And very few teams were able to deliver, and very mm -hmm. few teams were then able to maintain any momentum. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, we, we went through that with Hal. We managed to deliver in the end late and very tired. And we had no momentum and we were just no momentum, no money left. And we were just like, fucked. We were just done. If, if 
projects i mean and, and I, I guess this is like you know how was a bit different maybe because it required dow dow to even work mm-hmm. but there were other projects i guess that didn't have requirements that required them to be <clears throat> that far in the future from juno's launch it could have been built in june july august 2021 before it launched and i think the difficulty is just like it's just finding developers like there is just so few it's such a small pool it's hard to find devs at the best of times in any you know sub industry of tech yeah it was also early then too right it's different now yeah yeah this in terms of that tool set but yeah exactly. Right. i'm sorry we spent a lot of time at juno it's kind of like, yeah, talking, like a, talking like a talking about an ex-girlfriend <laughs> skip reminiscent and start what could have been what it could have been great but could've. anyway uh, could still be great Lightning could strike. Something can happen. Let's see what the charts to do with it. Like, good luck to them. Um, you know. There's a lot there. It's a cool chain. There's opportunity. Here's what I'll say about Juno. JunoAPI.Lavender5.com is the first place I go whenever I want documentation for Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now I need to know it. Now I got to look it up. It is quite complete. It is quite complete. It is the default. It just goes right in. Other places you need to look elsewhere. I don't know. It's actually really nice. Swagger is nice. I like Swagger. It's not loaded. Damn it. Link in the show notes to read all your Swagger. JunoAPI115.com doesn't work. Slash Swagger. Slash Swagger? No, no, no. You don't add slash Swagger. It's just slash. And that's, I think, why I like it. Oh, there it is. It's working. So everything else requires a slash Swagger. But the fact that JunoAPI skips the Swagger bit yeah, that's the way it should be, right? It's amazing. Totally agree. Right? In Wait, some did you, cases, did you change? Is that way. your? Did you change that path, or that's just part of Juno? I think that's a Juno thing. It's oh, really okay. nice. You should, you should have taken. Uh, yeah, let's go and hold on to this because uh, a lot of people always ask us about. Because say say doesn't have any of this. Like they don't they don't post anything like this, right? Even though they have, I think there's some other specific modules. But this is a good it's a good starting point. Yep, I do Juno and then Akash if I need to. Some because there's some crossover there that isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's it for Juno. Four <laughs> out of forty. Um, so uh, there's one more. There's one other news uh, news item. I still even fucking know what Newt is. Uh, a token. Um, fucking Ben and Rob are going to come after you. <laughs> whatever. The man. choice. It's, like, it's literally all I hear them talking some, about. Of DGen token, <laughs> uh, and uh, I think Rama gets paid by the Newt reference. Yeah, per Newt <laughs> reference. Is Rama the biggest Newt holder? That probably uh, makes sense on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's definitely Golden Ratio staking. He's definitely the biggest yeah. Newt whale. Maybe Don. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So is new. Sorry, what is? I'm sure we asked. I'm sure I asked this last week. Like, I'm quite often tired on Wednesday because I spent all day bouncing a baby on one knee. New is just like a CW20 or something, isn't it? It's not like it's not some other chain that I've just missed because I live under a fucking. You are rock. precisely correct for neutron. It's a neutron. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. It's the future of all decentralized finance. Cool. Soon to be. It's the next next target for the SEC, I'm sure. I really thought that went without saying. Usurper, <laughs> they're going right for it. They're going right for we it. That's like, this Bitcoin thing. We're going, we're going right Ethereum, after Neutron. Not worried about that yet. Neutron, we're straight on the case. Neutron, uh, Newt. 
Newt. Neutron Newt. Uh, yeah, I don't give a shit about Newt. 